Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome back to the Moon Underwater, this fabled tavern where I, John Robbins, and the lovely Robin Allender guide our guests through their own dream pub, which they get to create and take away with them. This week's guest is comedian Anya Magliano, and Anya so far has chosen Power Plant, 4.5% uh, Two Tribes Brewery, that's a lager, mulled wine, Singer beer in a bottle and a 2020 Berry Brothers and Rudd Bourguignon Pinot Noir by Danny LaRue. But we also have been left on some rather, let's say, bodily, nay sexual tenterhooks by the lovely Robin Allender in this week's Moon Underwater Pub Quiz. Robin. Thanks, John. Yes, so this week's pub quiz was about rude place names of the UK, or they could be street names. Um... So we, I gave you five, and you had to work out if they were actual real place names or I just made them up. So number one was Bellend. Anya, what are you saying? I'm saying real. Okay, John. Real. It is real. There are three Bellends in the UK. <laughs> I can name two of them. <laughs> there's, one, there's one in Wollaston, one in Bowley Regis, and one in Stourbridge, where there's a, a Bellend service station. Uh, number two was Fanny Thorpe. Mm. Anya, mm. I'm I'm hoping real. <laughs> John, I am gonna say fake. It is fake. So well done, John. Two points there. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's a it's a made up name. There are a few fannies knocking about, but Fanny Thorpe is unfortunately not real. Um, number three was twat. That's real. John, been there, mate. You've been to twat on the Orkneys. Uh, no, I haven't. I've seen a sign for it in the Shetlands. Oh, okay. Yes, um, I looked at the Wikipedia page. They said a post office opened there in uh, November 1879 and closed in April 2002. <laughs> <laughs> what about number oh, four? Oh, hang on. No, 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 no. The twat is also in the Shetlands. Oh, is there another twat? It derives from the same word as thwaite, meaning place, apparently. Yeah, so there's one in Shetland and one in Orkneys. I've been to the one in Shetland and oh, stood nice. next to the sign and posed for an amusing picture. Was it a nice twat? Uh, don't be tawdry. <laughs> Get your head out of the gutter. <laughs> Willie's Crossing. Anya? 
fake. John? I'm going to say real. It is fake, I'm afraid. Ah. I made up Willie's Crossing. There are one or two Willies about. There's a brown Willie in Cornwall. Um, but Willie's Crossing is made up, I'm afraid. So I think you're level pegging. So this is the decider. Ass Hill is level pegging one as well. <laughs> <laughs> that is Edinburgh Comedy Award winning. That was brilliant. Uh, Ass Hill. Uh, Anya? Um, real. John? Well, it's all to play for. I'm going to say Ass Hill is fake. It's real. Ass ah! Hill is the name of a road near Wimborne. So well done to Anya. You win a holiday to Ass Hill. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm good. <laughs> uh, superb pub quiz uh, from the lovely Robin Allender there. Uh, but we head back to Anya Magliano's dream pub, Spirits. Talk to me. Are you haunted by the ghost of strong drinks? Yeah, big time. It's haunting me to this very day. It's living it's living inside me along with the wolves. Is it one of your um, wolves of alcohol consumption? It's it yeah, maybe it's like a wolf ghost. It's a it's a wolf spirit. A wolf oh, spirit that's the pun ghost. you were making initially. I've caught up. Bra- I've got a brain zoom delay. Um I like okay, my <laughs> my first one is tequila and I don't I haven't picked a brand because it's like I would just go for whatever is at a bar that I'm choosing to have tequila at and it will always be probably a cheap, bad one. I I was thinking of Sierra. I think the brand is with the little hat that you can buy in the supermarket. Um, but I don't actually know what they would serve in like a bar as, as, or a standard place as the cheapest tequila, but um, I hate it. I hate tequila, but I do it. I drink it quite often and it's a sign I think I've deduced when I make that switch into going, yes, I'll have a tequila shot. It's a sign that I'm entirely living in the present and I'm being like completely mindful. Well, not mindful. Yeah, I guess mindful to appropriate that term. Like, because I'm thinking, I just want to have as much fun as I can now and I know it will taste bad um, and I have no no care for my future self. I mean, I mean, I know that sounds harmful, but that does sound fun and I really do like the philosophy behind it as well. <laughs> But is it not possible to have exactly the same level of uh, mindfulness, but with a drink you like? I yeah, that's or is a there good something idea. About, <laughs> is there is there something about the fact you don't like it that makes you enjoy it more? I think I enjoy the ceremony of it. I enjoy I enjoy them giving you the tequila and then being like, "Where's the lime, please? Where's the salt?" Um, and no one ever knows the order. I like how in the group someone's always like, "Which one is first? Which one's lime, salt?" I think it has to be a little bit bad because that encourages like the group collective. I feel like tequila shots are always something that I've done in a group at like someone's birthday or something, and it's like we've got we're coming together as our own little society to drink this tequila together because we need community when we're going to drink this drink. Like, I think it's it's more of a... It's, yeah, it's tied up in in action for me rather than necessarily the taste. I don't hate the taste so much that it's um, it's impossible to drink, but I just think, like, the ritual of it is what's what's fun for me. I really like the words you use there where it's a, it's a sign... You know, if, if you're having tequila, it's a sign. I do. Yeah, like something that. switched. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I I always talk about playing in, when I played in a band, but when I played in a band, 
Jan, who I played with, would say, "I will be drunk tonight." Just and it was this lovely moment where you know, you just knew it was going to be a good night. I like that phrase. I will be drunk tonight. Yeah, it's decisive. Mm. It's a bit like there's a bit in um, The Hobbit and also again in The Lord of the Rings, and they both come quite early on, where I think Torin in Hobbit says dark for dark business, and they know they're going to have to have a long chat about their plans. And then when, when Gandalf visits Bilbo to sort of discuss the history of the ring, or no, Frodo, after Bilbo's gone... It's that idea that this is going to take ages and we're really <laughs> going to need to settle into this. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. Is, uh, and a bit like when um, Sherlock Holmes, I think, or maybe it's Watson that describes something as a three-pipe problem. Oh, yes. So this is going to take the, the, the filling and the smoking and the breaks in betweens of three pipes. We've got ages. Yeah. So good. It's nice. It's like sort of... It's like knowing you don't have to wake up in the morning at a certain time. Mm. It's just the total feeling of freedom and relaxation. Yeah. We're going to have six pints. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's your that's what tequila is for you. Are we kind of ball is that kind of fair? Yeah, yeah it yeah. is. Though I yes. wouldn't necessarily not have anything to do the next day, which is what mm. makes it more right. More yeah. of a uh, a sort of compromise, I guess. Um yeah. Tequila, very popular choice in the Moon Underwater. I would say second only to Guinness, actually, but I might be oh, wrong. Oh, really? Mm. I think you're probably right. Um, it's just not something... Because I don't have spirits in the house, and I would would never drink it. I don't remember the last time I... In fact, I think the last time I drank tequila was when a guest, who I can't remember, said tequila, Patron tequila. So I went out and bought a bottle mm. and That's had... Good had a shot and then just poured it down the sink. So I was like, this is just madness for you to be drinking tequila in your house at eight yeah. in the evening. In the morning? Evening! Right. Sorry. Uh, what's your second spirit, please, Anya? Uh, my second spirit is Zabrowska, which is um, Polish vodka. Mm. Is that the one with the buffalo on the front? Yeah, the bi- bi- bison? Bison. Bison. Which I don't know what if that's different to a buffalo, but it's it's got a blade of grass in it as well. Yes. Um and I think my relationship to vodka, I actually quite like a vodka soda now. It feels like a a good a good choice sometimes for me. I, I enjoy it. But the Polish vodka was I guess what was always in the house because whenever we'd go over to Poland, they like the stereotypes were true they were absolutely drinking a, a lot of it all the time like often just neat um but then if i was like when i was younger and i was like sneaking alcohol to go to a party or whatever vodka would always be the thing i would take and i would always top it up with water um so that my parents didn't know that i was taking it which was pretty clever and then when eventually when i got older and they had this like alcohol cabinet with all this vodka in that I just refilled to be to be water. I remember like maybe I was having like a like a birthday party or something, and they were like, "Oh, just take take the vodka from the cabinet. Don't buy anything else." So I managed to take that vodka, and then I'd had my whole lie like completely sealed off and just perfectly encapsulated. But they will know about it now from me talking about <laughs> it on this podcast. So you you mean the the actual grass vodka because there are different types of um, Zabrovka vodka, aren't there? Yeah, the grass, the one with the grass in it. Oh, what does it mean? What does the grass mean? I suppose they eat grass. 
yeah, I think it's maybe to do with the play place it's made. I don't actually know. I did not know this. Zabrovka ranks as the third or fourth best-selling vodka brand in the world after Smirnoff, Absolute, and occasionally Cortesia. Mm. Cortesia. I've never heard of that one. Huh. Well, I didn't realise it was so... So is it big in Eastern Europe and Russia, perhaps? Mm. Maybe. I, I feel like I always... I see it quite often in shops and, like, off-licences in the UK. I feel like it is knocking around a fair bit. I've told this story before... On the, on, I think I've told this in the Moon Underwater, but the about my friends who did a similar thing where they would fill, fill up the bottles of vodka they'd sneaked from the parents' drinks cabinet with water, but one of them was pastis, so it just, <laughs> the whole thing went chalky. Uh, superb. So that's tequila, uh, perhaps with a Sierra hat, perhaps the Sierra on with the hat. Um, that means living in the present and community, but a cheap, bad one. And Zabrovka vodka. Uh, But we now leave your selections to expand our minds until they're the size of the universe itself in the pub library. Oh, that's interesting. Mm. Thanks, John, and welcome to the Moon Underwater Pub Library, where every week we enter a new tome onto the shelves of the pub. This week it's Viz. Oh, great. <laughs> I love Viz. It's a fantastic comic, if, uh, if, you, if you're not aware of what it is. But there's a fantastic comic strip in Viz called The Real Ale Twats, um, which is a brilliant parody of kind of beer snobs. But it, And it's very, very funny, but it's also, there's something very, very affectionate about it, although it does often end with extreme violence. Um, and it's, uh, it's drawn by Davy Jones, who's the man behind my favourite Viz cartoon, which is Gilbert Ratchet. And I can't really read out a comic strip, so what I'm going to do is read out an interview Davy Jones did with Boken Bailey, which is that fantastic, brilliant Bristol-based beer blog, which is quite hard to say after a few glasses of Sauvignon Blanc. Um, which is an inter- so it's an interview he did in 2018 and in the interview as well he mentions that his favourite beer is Butty Bach and he once got sent a crate of it from HPA because he uh, mentioned them in a real ale twats comic strip <laughs> so if you're listening you know anyway so this is an interview with Davy Jones who, who does the real ale twats uh, comic strip I've always been a fan of the band Half Man Half Biscuit and they had done a song called Cameraman, as in camera, the campaign for real ale, which made me want to draw a stripper along those lines. It's got lyrics like Weekend Vintage Car Show, Doctor Who Aficionado, and so on. Also, I spent quite a lot of time in pubs, and the characters are sort of composites of types that I encountered. There was a bloke who used to come into my local in Newcastle who had a big beard and a beret, and always seemed to be carrying several shoulder bags. He may not even have been a real ale enthusiast. I don't think I ever heard him speak, but he had the right look, so I drew him, probably very unfairly. In 2001, we were sat around in someone's back garden trying to come up with ideas, and I mentioned wanting to do this strip about real ale drinkers. As we were chatting about it, Simon Donald, who did the Sid the Sexist strip, started talking in this stupid, stout yeoman of the bar voice, hither bar lord, a foaming tankard of your finest, and all that, and that seemed to fit. The first strip involved the three characters going to a pub called The Murderer's Arms <laughs> by mistake and ends with the main character getting a pint glass shoved in his face, which is something that happens quite often in Viz cartoons. I love pubs. When I was younger, I spent a lot of time sitting in pubs on my own, and there's nothing quite like it. You just sit there drifting from thought to thought and tuning in and out of conversations going on around you as the drink settles in. 
As I've got older, I do less solitary drinking, but sometimes think I should go back to it a bit more because you get to observe all these weird social dynamics and power games going on around the bar, all the boasting and one-upmanship. When you're having a sociable drink with friends, you tend to miss all that, probably because you're doing all those things yourself. Oh, very nice. It's really good because it's like real El Twats is so good and so funny. But I love the way he talks about how it comes from this place of real affection and how he likes sitting in pubs. That thing about drifting from thought to thought is something that really I find tends to happen most of all in pubs. You know, (laughs) it's a really lovely interview. Oh, we should get him on down to the moon underwater. Absolutely. Yeah. Superb. So this week's pub library is an interview with Davy Jones the creator of Real Ale Twats in Viz. And I, I mean, I, I love Viz so much. And I found, I found this week something I'd been looking for for ages and ages, which was an entry to the uh, letterbox, uh, which is, uh, I've never been a fan of U2 or Take That. Several years ago, my two children bought a copy of U2's latest album and Take That's Back for Good single from our local HMV. What I said to them was this, you two can take back you two and back for good by take that back for good and that. <laughs> I still find this amusing. Do I win a fiver? Right. Newton. So, so funny. I think one of the most, the most I've ever laughed was a, a, a news story they'd done about someone finding deck from Antan deck in a cream egg. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it was the fact that they kept referring to him as deck from Antan deck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine my surprise. Yeah. Oh. I really like in the letterbox one of them was my friends and I are mad exclamation mark. We killed a man and buried him in a wood. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. And shout out to Drunken Bakers as well, which is Oh shout best. out to Drunken Bakers. Strips, is it yeah. drunken or drunk? Oh man, that's a good I think question. it's drunk bakers. It might be drunk bakers, yeah. Shout out to Drunk Bakers. Well, we don't just have a library here, Anya. We have a jukebox, and we need you to put uh, your favourite pub album or the soundtrack to your dream night of drinking on said Juliet Bravo jukebox. Okay, so my answer is a pop star. I guess because I was torn between going for something more old, like I'm a big fan of of the Beatles and stuff, but I've decided to go for um, an uh, artist from Dublin called C-Mat, C-M-A-T, all capital letters. She's really good. I found her because she's supporting another musician that I like on tour um, which is a cool way to discover someone. I think it feels like a real like sense of uh, accomplishment and like understanding why they do that. Uh, her her album it's her debut album, and it's called "If My Wife Knew I'd Be Dead." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Great and, title. Yeah, all her songs like I I don't I'm not a big album listener. I don't often listen to albums in full unless I really have been recommended it or know that I like the artist like I don't take a chance on a lot of new albums um and I listened to this one in full and I just found it really captivating and you'll hear like snippets of lyrics which are like so poetic and so like succinct and just conjure up so much that I was just like oh my god my heart is feeling things from this uh and it's just it's also really funny she's really funny in her songs which i really like um so yeah she's she's my addition 
Well, superb. We're definitely going to check that out. C-mat, and that's how it pronounces it. I hope so, yeah. <laughs> C-mat, spelled C-M-A-T, if my wife knew I'd be dead. Whack it on! I want to be Hello fans of Pub and Pint, I'm Jess Phillips, an MP and now for the first time a podcast host. I know that the moon underwater is used to sighing for its letters, so I think you'll love my new podcast that's all about writing letters. It's called Yours Sincerely and in each episode I invite a guest to celebrate three people that mean the world to them. Someone they love, someone who's no longer around and someone who doesn't realise how significant a role they've played in their lives. So with that, I'll sign off with yours sincerely, Jess Phillips. I hope you get to enjoy an episode of my podcast soon. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Next up, we head to your wildcard choice. You've got one choice to add to Power Plant, Moldwine, Singer, your 2020 Berry Brothers Rudd Bourguignon Pinot Noir by Danny LaRue, uh, Tequila, cheap, with a hat on. Are you saying Danny vodka. LaRue is a joke at this stage? Yes. Sean? Yeah, right. Yes, sorry, sorry, yeah, sorry, sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Who is it? Ben- Benjamin LaRue. Benjamin LaRue is a live and breathe. Uh, but you have one choice left, Anya, and it's free swim. Anything you want. It's going to go ahead and be an espresso martini. Woohoo! Yeah. Tell me more. I never tried them until I worked at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, um, the big arts festival in Edinburgh. Um, I, I went up there and worked as like a receptionist slash also an assistant to a burlesque performer which was somehow the same job um as it is in the fringe and assistant to the regional burlesque dancer (laughs) (laughs) and um i 
that was where I entered the land of espresso martinis because I don't think I've ever encountered a place where they're more readily available than the Edinburgh Fringe various bars. They seem to be like yeah, part yeah, of the it's a big drink up there. I think that's probably the first place I had it as well. But everywhere does them, and there's a lot of there's a lot of demand for them, and they take quite a long time to make. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, but I, I, I'm guilty as charged, guilty as sin. Yeah. I just love the, I love them. I find, I, I think they're part of my my wolf that likes the bad stuff. Like the sweet, they're sweet, they're dessert adjacent. They are, I like crunching on the beans. I like crunching on the beans. Do you yeah. like crunching on the beans? I don't I like, like crunching, crunching on the beans. Hmm. So different different drinks for different beans. People are nuanced and complex. People are different, aren't they? Yeah. Alex Vlahos chose espresso martini, and when I mentioned the beans, he said he, he would never have a bean. Yeah. Really? Yeah. He derided me for the bean. The country's divided. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, but do you not find with an espresso martini that you wake up at about five in the morning with your heart racing? Hmm... More than usual. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I think, I guess in Edinburgh, they feel like they're functioning to kind of keep me awake. They were functioning to keep me awake. And part of part of it was that um, I think most alcohol makes me wake up in the night a lot. Um, I haven't... I haven't drilled down. I haven't done the experiments of like espresso martini comparison-wise. Um, it probably does but I like drinking it. <laughs> well, the danger with a caffeinated alcoholic drink is that your body is already working harder to process the alcohol. So the caffeine makes it work even, even harder. So when the alcohol wears off, you've got your body is already working at, say, 120%. The caffeine makes that up to 150. So I used to get these, like, I would wake up at sort of five in the morning in Edinburgh just thinking, oh, my God, my heart's going to jump out of my chest. I need to stop drinking Red Bull. But I, I would be partial to an espresso martini at sort of half one in the morning when you think there's a little magic left in the night. And there never is. There never is. It's always a complete waste of everyone's time. And you should have gone to bed at midnight. But hey. And money. And money. Speaking of Edinburgh, Anya, what's what's the vibe this this, this August for you? Oh, I'm doing my um, my first hour show in Edinburgh Festival comedy festival fringe i have been before i don't know why i just had a full breakdown yeah i'm excited to do it i'm doing what venue are you doing pleasance bunker three i don't know the bunkers oh i do know is that where jordan brooks did his show yes and tom crane did his show there once yes like that room like it very intimate it's a good room for comedy that and what's the what's the show called the show's called Absolutely No Worries If Not. Um, <laughs> oh, that's very good. Which is my, which is the epitome of who I am, I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. You're barred. Well, uh, Anya, it's almost time to say goodbye, but we have a few little things to tick off the list. First off, what are you barring from uh, your dream pub? I'm barring men who use the lower part of your back as a pivot point to get to the bar. Ooh. So they're 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 coming towards the bar and they're 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 trying to get past you and instead yeah. of sort of going past you, they use it as like a chance to just 
have a little feel of your waist as if it's like a necessary kind of thing to do which I think like is is quite an unpleasant experience and it always like seems to happen in like a busy pub so I think if they if they aren't allowed or if they are they get their hands chopped off (laughs) (laughs) well it's sort of it's again it's like almost like polite it's 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 almost like it's an invasion of your personal space masquerading as politeness. Yeah, yeah, Because they're sort of 100%. going, oh, can I just squeeze through there? I always opt to just the forehead, just sort of like <laughs> bottom of the palm to the forehead, just push someone out of the way, make it clear yeah. that I'm going to the bar. Uh, but yeah, that's horrible. That's really unpleasant. Uh, to, to be fair, in lockdown, I was like, I'm feeling so desperate to go to a pub that I'd take that at this point. Really, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind being in a busy pub, with everyone jostling for body space. But I do think, yeah, I think it's. I think it's not a nice. It's not a nice vibe. Um, I mean, I, I yeah, yeah. I remember in lockdown, uh, being missing pubs so much. So I watched the Galway Girl video by Ed Sheeran. <laughs> wow, you're in a dark yeah. place. I know. Yeah. What you could do is, you know, that smart water that they put on like money. <laughs> Mm. You could put that on your lower back, and at the end of the night, everyone has to walk through like a UV lamp, and anyone who's got it on their hands is barred forever. Oh my god, that's so good! Yeah, I'd love that. It is also the kind of thing where when you confront someone, someone will just go, "Oh, I'll just, I'll just be polite," you know, all yeah, that kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. nonsense and plausible yeah. deniability of their awful habits. Hurry up, please! It's time. Superb thing to bar. Uh, Anya. Also, what are we going to call this pub? Oh, can, oh! Can it be the Two Wolves? Very. It nice. can be the Two Wolves. That's is it the Two Wolves or is it the Two Wolves of alcohol consumption? <laughs> <laughs> I think the Two Wolves of alcohol consumption rolls off the tongue. Yes, it's such a good name. Two Wolves. <laughs> <laughs> and what are we talking about? And with the sort of sign, I'm guessing it's like. Two wolves' heads back to back. I was imagining them battling. Okay, and what are they drinking? Out of a ladle. Well, they've got to be drinking different things, and one of them's got to be Phil Collins, surely. One's Phil Collins doing a tequila shot. (laughs) One's Peter Gabriel drinking... uh, The really pretentious wine I picked. Yeah. Yeah. This is perfect. I don't mind it just one bit. I'm imagining a kind of Game of Thrones sigil. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a huge mm. sign. It takes up the whole outside of the pub. It's incredibly yeah, it blocks detailed. The street. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's called the Two Wolves of Alcohol Consumption, which is a superb name. We thank you so much for your time for coming to the Moon Underwater. We do hope you've enjoyed it, and we give you the Two Wolves of Alcohol Consumption to take with you under your arm wherever you need it the most. But what song from C Mats? If my wife knew I'd be dead, would you like to play you out? Uh, I'll pick a song called Every Bottle Is My Boyfriend. Oh! Oh, don't mind that one bit. Really good song. Well, Anya Magliano, please go forth back into the other realm with the two wolves of alcohol consumption (laughs) under your arm, in your backpack, in your suitcase, or just simply in your mind. We thank you very much for your time. Thank you so much for having me. Bye-bye. Show for you, no script. Ending in a house round six 
catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 